Hello, cutie pies. Welcome back to Retroshade. I am so excited to be coming back to you. I'm feeling really invigorated, really excited about what is coming on in life right now. You know, we're coming out of some retrogrades. We're heading into the eclipse portal, um, which I'm going to do a whole episode about later this week. So we're going to do a bonus episode. I just feel like I am coming to you a transforming woman and it's coming in waves and stages um, and very close together, which is a new experience for me. Um, and I'm just really, really feeling myself and really feeling this vibe. And I am so excited to be sharing it with you. Um, so today's episode, I want to be a little more vulnerable with you and share, um, some, you know, personal, a personal story and shed some light into what's going on in my life right now and some experiences that I've had, um, because I just, this last weekend was just a lot of enlightenment. And uh, yeah, so that's what I want to dive into. And there's one story in particular that I want to get to, and it involves travel. And that is something that I was just so excited to get back to doing. So let's go back, back to the beginning. Um, I want to, I think, start with last week. So um, I held a masterclass called Thrive by Design last Wednesday, and it was such a magnificent experience. There was something that shifted in me. Um, That whole experience was just on another level. I've hosted other masterclasses before, Um, But there was something so different just even in the creation process. It really, really, really came directly from my soul. Um, And I'm just, I was so excited about delivering that content. And it really transformed the way that I delivered it, the setting, the group energy all together. It was unlike anything that I had experienced before. Um, So if you are, if you didn't catch that masterclass, I do have the replay up. So let me know if you want the link to that and I will send it over to you. It was so transformational. Um, But yeah, so I made an announcement about a new program that I'm launching with it, also called Thrive by Design. And the feedback that I was getting was just not only that, you know, the masterclass itself was so potent and had so much actionable content to it, which was what I was desiring and hoping people would get from it. Um, I didn't want to be like any old other masterclass where you show up, you hear some of my story and then you hear like a little, maybe like a little nugget of information and then just a lot of pitching afterwards. I wanted this to be something that you could turn into, tune into and really feel like you're walking away with a lot of tangible, practical information that you can start implementing into your life right now. 
Um, and then if you want to go deeper into that work and you want to supercharge it and collapse time and experience the growth and evolution that you're looking for faster, then of course you can work with me in Thrive by Design to get deeper into it. Um, but I didn't want it to just be a sales tool. I wanted it to be a resource. And I really feel like I accomplished that goal. So I walked away and I was, you know, that night just buzzing on fire with a like setting out with a goal and really like blowing myself out of the water. It was such a cool experience. And I just like basked in that moment and really allowed myself to receive that success and to receive that feedback. And you know, this is the being in the energy of receivership is something that I have always struggled with. That is the crux of a cancer sun. You know, we're really good at nurturing. We're really good at giving, but receiving is not something that we're ex- excellent at. And you guys know, I'm also a Libra rising and moon. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of people pleasing energy. We're last on our own list, even though we're seeking balance and harmony. Um, So that's really like not a lot of the energy that I have flowing through me. So it's something that I'm consciously really working on. And I'm finding that the more that I'm doing that, the more that is coming through for me, the more I'm being seen and recognized. And it's just really helping me to be expansive in the way that I have been desiring. It's like I've unlocked some like secret code, like a cheat code like you used to get in video games, um, which has been like a really, really cool experience. So coming off of that, I was so excited because I was heading off on Friday to go and spend a long weekend in the interior of BC with my family. Um, So both of my grandparents parents passed away in 2017 and 2019. And so my family hasn't been together since 2019 when we had my Ghani celebration of life. Um, But we still weren't able to scatter their ashes um, because we ended up getting into the whole pandemic situation. Um, And one of my cousins lives in Italy. So there's been, you know, some complications with getting us all together, you know, as, as, we get older and adults, the more and more difficult to get everyone's schedules to line up. And then we've got, you know, some international coordinations that we're trying to get done um, in this time. And it's just, it was proving to be very difficult. So we just kind of had to sit and wait it out um, until it was safe for us all to get together. And we were able to coordinate with our schedules. So that ended up being like three, three and a half years later. Um, And I'm extremely close with my family. We've got, I'm so blessed to have a family that gets along so well and is so naturally, you know, um, like in genuinely enjoys each other's time and genuinely has a good time with each other and wholly accepts ourselves as we are. So I was so incredibly excited to be able to just have a few days where we are all together in our family's home space in the desert in the interior of BC um, and to honor our grandparents who we are so blessed to have had in our lives and have our memories and time with them. 
So it was just such a soul-filling weekend and coming off of a week where I was just so proud of what I have created for myself in my business and the content and resources that I'm creating. I just really feel like I'm like a butterfly breaking out of my chrysalis right now. It's really, really cool. Um, So I think I'll get into more about that weekend in another episode. I really want to get to this story from the airport. Um, But yeah, it was just like so magnificent. And my travel to Kamloops was so effortless. Most of my family drove up. Um, I flew as a solo traveler and um, it was really cool. Like through the pandemic, I kept saying that the thing that I miss most is travel. And I was at a point where I missed it so much that I missed airports. I missed exploring an airport. I missed a layover. I missed everything about it. Um, so my, on my way to Kamloops, it was just smooth sailing. It was a beautiful, beautiful trip. Um, and timing worked out perfectly. Like I ended up landing in Kamloops at the same time that my brother and his family drove in. So they picked me up from the airport. It was, it was just so great. we all, most of us stayed in the same hotel. So we got to have breakfast together in the mornings and hang out with each other in the evenings and, I just, there aren't enough words to express how much I enjoyed and how full my heart and my soul was during this time. We got to go to our family's property um, and we got to visit. My family has um, a private um, plot uh, where my a lot of my ancestors from my maternal or my paternal grandmother's side of the family um, have been laid to rest. And it, there's just so much history in this um, that I find so cool and I feel so attached to. Uh, my Gani was very into like bringing up our digging into our ancestry and putting together our family history, our family tree. And I've been so lucky to be able to inherit that work and continue on her legacy and creating that. Um, it's, it's a really cool experience. That's something that we got to bond over a lot as I was growing up. She would We would spend hours going through the work that she had, and she would tell me all these stories about our family and our history. And I always just thought it was super cool. Like, I'm obviously incredibly biased, um, but I think that I have a really cool family history. Um, I remember being in social studies in high school and there being a call out because um, my great, great, great grandfather um, was a lieutenant governor in British Columbia. And so he was in our history textbooks and social studies. And I always thought that was so cool. I remember taking a picture of it and sending sending it to Gani and being like, Henry and Clement are in our social studies. We're learning about them in school. Um, so I, I've always been so attached to it. And as I'm getting older and I'm learning more, um, just even as I'm entering this, the spiritual work and this coaching realm, I'm discovering that my great aunt, she also studied neurolinguistic programming um, and 
uh, her father, my great grandfather, um, was a palm reader, and that was something that he used to do, like part time, just off the side. People would come to him and get their palms read, and he ended up quitting reading palms after he predicted somebody's death. Which I can't even imagine that would be such a troubling experience to go through. Um, so it's just it's so interesting and i know my gani has always been so interested in astrology and that's really her interest and my aunt linda's interest are what really inspired me to become interested in astrology even though i really did a lot of my studying um, and interest very privately it was something that i felt so connected to them about and really inspired um with them about astrology and mysticism so it's just, it's really cool as I'm digging in and I'm learning more just how much, you know, uh, this family history carrying on this legacy and bringing it to another level I'm doing. And as I've gone through my charts, my astrology chart and my human design, I'm really discovering that, you know, taking my ancestors work and bringing it to another level, bringing it to a bigger population um, and expanding it is part of my destiny line. And it's just very affirming and very exciting. And I just feel I'm feeling very validated these days in what I'm doing, which is very exciting. (laughs) Um, So it's just been a really cool experience. And I was just feeling I was leaving on Sunday morning and just feeling so full and so grateful and so much love and appreciation for this family. I know that I am so blessed and so lucky to have these people in my life and to come from this family line. And it's just it's my favorite time when we can all get together and it doesn't matter how much time has passed it's just we pick up right where we left off and it's so comforting and it's it is beautiful and it is my hope that everybody experiences this whether it's with their family or with their chosen families but to feel that feeling um i just i i want everyone to be able to experience that level of love and safety and security and acceptance Um, So on Sunday, as I was getting ready to leave, we went downstairs my family was getting together and having breakfast and we were watching, you know, we've got a bunch of the next generation, a bunch of little tiny humans joining, as you guys know, my nephew Mason, um, my cousin also just had another baby. So we've got we've got littles running around now and just seeing the the three generations together, you know, all getting along and having fun together was just so amazing. Um, And then I got a text from Air Canada saying that my flight from Kamloops to Calgary um, was delayed two hours. And I had a chuckle to myself because that meant that my connecting flight from Calgary to Nanaimo uh, was then I would be in the air while that was departing. So clearly I was going to miss that. And then I got um, another text notification that they had rearranged my itinerary. But what that meant was that I was then having to go from Calgary to Vancouver, Vancouver back to Nanaimo. And my layover in Calgary would be about four hours. And then I would have a layover in Vancouver about um, one hour. So... uh, 
one of the perks of flying I discovered was not only was the cost about the same flying to Kamloops as it would be to drive, but I would save about two hours of travel time. So my initial flight plan, my initial itinerary for Sunday would have me traveling for about five or six hours. Um, And what actually ended up happening was traveling for 12 And that was, I just had to chuckle to myself, like, of course this was happening. Of course, you know, I'm notorious for having flight plans that are bouncing all over the place and constantly changing. And I've just learned to go with the flow with it and find the giggles through it. And I was thinking, you know, I spent so much time in the pandemic talking about how much I miss travel and I miss being in airports that the universe was answering and showing up for me because I was getting an extended amount of time in the airports and traveling. I was making up for lost time. Um, So I just had to have a good chuckle with myself about it. So I went to the airport um, in Kamloops and I checked in and I went to the counter. I checked in the night before. So I went and stopped at the counter just to see if there was any other options to switch some flights around that could potentially shorten my amount of travel on Sunday. And the ticketing agent was very sweet and looked and there wasn't any other options unless I wanted to wait until the next day. Then I could get a direct flight from Calgary to Nanaimo. Um, but I didn't really want to stay overnight in Calgary. So I just accepted that this was my fate. This was where my day was going to be. And I was so exhausted as well and so full from this weekend that I knew that I wasn't going to be too productive anyway. So what's really the difference between, you know, hanging out at the airport versus hanging out at home? I wasn't going to be doing anything. I'm not really missing out on much. Um, so it wasn't really like that big of a deal. So, um, the, the gentleman was super, super sweet. And as I was walking away, he said, you know what, like, let, let me get you a $10, um, food voucher so that you can have dinner in Calgary. And I thought that was so incredibly sweet of him. He obviously didn't need to do that. And if I didn't go to the counter and ask that question, I wouldn't have gotten that voucher anyways. So I thought that was just very, very kind of him. And so I go through security and I'm sitting at it just in the terminal waiting at the gate and I, there's a woman that is sitting just down for me, a couple seats down, and she is on the phone with a friend of hers, and she is going off on a rant. She is angry. She is pissed off, and it all comes from, you know, the fact that the flight from Kamloops to Calgary was delayed two hours, and she was recounting the story of going to the ticketing agent, similar to how I did, and saying, you know, this is unacceptable. This just won't work for me. And the agent told her, you know, there's not much that we can do. The the plane is physically not here. The plane is physically delayed two hours. So there, it's a small airport. There are no other aircrafts. There's no other flights. This is just the way that it is. And the woman said, well, that's not, that's not going to work for me. That means that the flight that I'm, my connecting flight gives me to 22 minutes to get there. And she said, yes, we're going to need to reschedule that. That's our recommendation because it doesn't really leave you enough time. 
And so the woman said, well, that's not going to work for me because then I'm not going to get to where I need to go in time, um, which was, I believe, home. Like, I I do believe that there um, is some heightened emotions. It sounded as if there was a family member who was um, ill. So I can understand, you know, the stress that she's under. A few years ago when my family was, when my grandparents were passing, our family was going back and forth to Kamloops a lot under that, you know, kind of timeline where, you know, you're feeling tense because your loved one is ill and you need to get, you feel the need that you need to get there in time for them. Um, So I do appreciate where she was coming from. Um, But we will get back to that in a second. So the agent presented a couple of options for her. One was a complimentary um, change in flights and one would have cost the woman uh, an extra $300 to do. And so the woman uh, said, well, let me go talk to WestJet and figure out flights from there and see if they have anything different. So she went over and she was talking to WestJet. Nothing worked over there, but about 30 minutes had lapsed from that time. So she jumps back over to the Air Canada ticket um, booth and talking to the woman there that she was talking to before. And they were going over the two options again, but the ticket price for the other one had jumped, had doubled in price during that 30 minutes. And the woman just went in on her... um, very upset about how the price jumped in 30 minutes and how could that possibly be and um and saying like you know so you're telling me that if i were to have just done this 30 minutes ago then i would have saved three or four hundred dollars and the woman said well yes and she was like well this is absolutely ridiculous like if you were if you would have just done your job properly then this wouldn't have happened and it wouldn't cost me this much like i'm obviously not going to spend that money and um she was trying to flip it to make it the the agent's problem even though she was the one who didn't make the decisions uh and i was really like you could get the sense on the phone that she was trying to seek validation um from the person that she was talking to and kind of commiserate over what she's experiencing which is very frustrating um but it doesn't need to be taken out on the agent they're just here communicating they're you know just a messenger the plane was physically not there they don't make the flight schedules they don't make the pricing for it um so yeah she this woman um while i was there with her called three different people to share this story like when she got off the phone with one and um need to call another person to share this story all over again and just let them out just vent out how angry she was And this is the moral that I wanted to get to. I was having a moment sitting and listening to this this woman um, who was ranting about what was going on and the fact that we're having pretty similar experiences. And I've been in her position before where it is very frustrating and you do feel under the gun and pressure to get somewhere because a loved one is ill or because you have to get to work or because there is something timely on the other side. But there is nothing that can be done, really. Um, There's just no physical flights. So you just kind of have to learn to roll with the punches. And the fact that 
you know, we're all going through something similar. We all have places that we want to go. We all have things that are going on in our personal lives. And I was reflecting on just how different I was able to process the situation and how at another point in time, I have been in this woman's position where I have been so upset about something that was outside of my control and seeking to vent it out because you've got this toxicity from this emotion, this anger, this frustration, this bitterness that's trying to take over you and trying to run the show and there is like a compulsory need where you feel so like you've got horse blinders on and tunnel vision this is all you can see and all you can feel is this upset and anger and you don't realize that there is another way that you can experience this moment in time it just wants to fester and it wants to grow and it wants to eat away at you and the way that you do it is by keeping yourself in living that experience over and over and over again and the easiest way to do that is to tell the story and to continue on going with it because the more that you tell it the more you can live in it and the more that it can grow and eat away at you and even better if you can get people angry and frustrated with you you know misery loves company um so it was interesting having this reflection and just noticing the difference in the evolution of myself as well, how easy I was able to navigate the situation and to find the joy in it and to still be able to have a good time, even though my travel time had doubled and I was absolutely exhausted um, and a little bit hungover because I was, I spent the entire night up hanging out with my family, soaking up as much time as I possibly could with them and enjoying a couple glasses of wine while I was doing it as well. And I don't really drink. Um, so my body does not handle, like I had a couple glasses of wine, which probably the small pores that those were probably equated to one normal glass of wine. But my body just doesn't metabolize alcohol really well anymore because I don't ever put it into my body. Um, So I was just like feeling exhausted and just wanted to be home as well. But I was still able to, you know, just let go and, and allow the day to flow through as it's supposed to, because I've learned so much about Um, the fact that like, we really don't have that much control over external circumstances. The only thing that we do really have control over is ourselves and our emotions and how we choose to experience the moments that we're in. And I know that I always have the choice to decide to choose happy, to choose joy, to choose gratitude, um, and choosing to not let these negative or toxic emotions take over my life. I've learned that it's important to feel them. It's important to acknowledge them. And it's important to allow myself to be human and to not chastise myself for when a human emotion is being experienced. But I don't have to allow it to take over my life. I don't have to allow it to rob me of an experience that I want to have. Um, I don't have to live in it. I don't have to make myself suffer for any reason. Um, 
So yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting experience to reflect on it, and something that I wanted to bring forth and share with all of you, so that you can bring awareness to yourself as well. And the biggest thing is just allowing yourself the ability to become accountable to yourself and to recognize how you're being in the present moment and to check yourself: is this how you want to be living and experiencing each moment? Is this exchange that you're having with this person? Is this the memory that you want to leave them with? Does this make you feel good that they're going to leave this conversation? And that's going to be the story that they share with people was that you were a very kind person or that you tore a strip off of them um, for something that they had no control over. So it's just something to be mindful of. And again, just to recognize your power as a human being, that you are the one who gets to control how you experience life and recognizing that, you know, so many people can be going through the same moment and the same um the same path we can be going through it together, but we can be having very different experiences from that moment. Um, And I also just want to reiterate the importance of being kind to one another. Even if you are frustrated and you're angry and you're having a real human emotion and a moment where you're just not being your best self, we are human beings. We are full of faults. Um, But it's not an excuse to tear down somebody else or to use them as your punching bag or to say, you know, derogatory comments about them. I heard this woman refer to the ticketing agents as incompetent several times. And it wasn't that they were incompetent. It was just that they weren't able to do what she wanted to have happened. And instead of, you know, saying that they did the best that they could, they looked into what they could do for her and there just wasn't anything within their capacity of being able to do. Um, And it's, it's just the way that it is. It wasn't their incompetence. Um, it was just this frustration and it, it came out in an aggressive way towards others. And there's just never a moment in time where that is an okay way to live your life um, or to interact with others in that way. You can be, you can choose to be upset. You can choose to be angry. You can choose to live in that, but to take it out on others and to tear others down is never an okay response. And just even in this very small instance where you can take away where this woman was not very kind to others and so she didn't get anything from them, um, whereas I was kind in my approach and my discussion with a ticketing agent and I got a meal voucher. There's just small things that come back to you as you are navigating through life and when you choose to be kind and you choose to... um, not be brought down into, you know, negativity in any way or, you know, choose to still show up as your best self or your favorite self, you will be rewarded, not only just because you get to have a more pleasant experience as you're navigating life, but you do get abundance flowing your way. You will get the meal voucher. You will get the upgrade. Um, you will be given gifts because you are being a kind human being and you're going to be rewarded for continuing to be the best version of yourself that you can be in the moment. That doesn't mean perfect. That doesn't mean graceful. That doesn't always mean, you know, a specific type 
type of way, but it's just um, taking that effort to be the best version of yourself that you can and to treat others how you would like to be treated yourself. I can pretty much guarantee that this woman would not enjoy anyone yelling at her, calling her incompetent, um, berating her for any reason. She didn't seem like the type of person that would enjoy receiving that. And I don't know that there's really many human beings that do enjoy being treated in that way. Um, so it's just, I wanted to bring that rule of thumb and to remind you that you do have that power and that life is a beautiful experience and things aren't always going to go your way, but they're going to go the way that they're supposed to go. And if you can kind of just get into this flow of learning to dance with life and embrace it for what it is and meeting yourself in each moment, asking yourself, how do I want to be experiencing this moment? What do I want to be my takeaway from this? And what do I want the people around me to take away from me in this experience as well? You're just going to have a much more pleasant time as you're navigating life. It doesn't mean perfect. It just means the best that you can make it. And that is what I wanted to share with you today. And I just appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Later this week, I'm going to drop another episode, which is going to be all about the upcoming Eclipse portal that we have. It's going to be starting on October 25th. We will have our um, solar eclipse in Scorpio. And then on November 8th, we will be having our lunar eclipse in Taurus. So tune in for that. And until then, my loves, I just really appreciate you. Please go rate and review and subscribe to RetroShade. Follow me on Instagram at the Heather Fisk and slide into my DMs or shoot me an email if you're interested in learning more about Thrive by Design or if you want to get access to the replay to the Thrive by Design Masterclass. Book a reading with me. Um, we can do human design. We can look at your natal chart. We can do transit astrology to look at what the year to come, what 2023 is going to look like for you. Um, or something else that could be really cool for us is to do a an intuitive tarot reading about what is to come for you with this Taurus Scorpio eclipse. Um, so until next time, my loves. Have a beautiful day and remember to be kind to others and to just be kind to yourself as well. I love you so much. Have a beautiful day.